hey there, everybody. Howdy, buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzzkillers. Buzz <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the last episode, our uh, mics did not freak the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> we that apologize was, um, to anybody that listened to our crossover with the Stephen Queens. It was a ton of fun. Our audio just sucked. <laughs> because we didn't realize till halfway through the recording that we had not turned on our microphones. Yep. So it recorded entirely <laughs> through the laptop. So it kind of sounded a little bit like poop. But it was a fun episode Honestly, nonetheless. <laughs> that episode, I'm just, I'm just glad that it got out at all i know thank god so <laughs> that's all i have to say and <laughs> we finished recording and as you guys if you had listened know we like recorded lost the recording had to re-record and it was just we figured out at the very end well actually it wasn't even the very end it was like in the middle and then by the end we realized okay it recorded entirely through the laptop and we just looked at each other and went that's good enough <laughs> not, I, mean, I wasn't gonna ask them to do it for a third time so um <laughs> Honestly, I just... Oh. That's, that's it. That's it. It's done. That's, that's the end of it. <laughs> but guys, it is our anniversary month. Yay! Yay! One year of Buzzkiller. I... It doesn't feel like it's been a year. I know. It's crazy. I'm honestly blown away. So think of where we were like last year. It's kind of crazy. To think of us huddled in what is now your bedroom because we were in the other room. Yeah, because we changed rooms. We like... Didn't have a normal setup at all. We no. were like, we had your really old MacBook and we had this like $100 mic that I had been given back in high school that was like 10 years old and we were lucky it even picked up sound. We made it work. <laughs> we used to like build a wall behind it because it, it used to pick up all the sound from literally oh my everything. God, yeah. We used to, like, put blankets on the wall and stuff. Do you remember that? We used to have to, like, for a while you had the air mattress blown up and we used to, like, cover the doors with it. We did. I forgot about that. We used to have to call the boys and be like, will you please shut up? You can hear everything you're doing. And now, like, they sing downstairs, like, nine times out of ten and you can't hear them at all. I know. We sit here and we're like, oh, my God, can you hear that, guys? And there's just, like, crickets in the background. (laughs) And in reality, to us, they're, like, downstairs pounding on the piano screaming. screaming yeah and then the dog's barking and lane is scratching at the door and but hey at least you you guys can't hear it yeah yeah <laughs> only we have to hear it for reals guys oh, yes. so anniversary month is <laughs> drum roll i literally um, can't do that really can't roll your r's no Brrr. um it is hometown mini month so we're throwing it back to the very first topic a year ago <laughs> and doing minis all month long guys we had really something really really special planned for this month but it kind of got away from us um there's like vacations coming up and family coming into town and this is mm-hmm. the last month of summer and it's been really really busy and so we're gonna do something really special for you in september yes really we really have really special a very big month planned and i'm so so excited i've already started working on my notes for it and yeah i had already started before we changed our minds yeah so <laughs> i this is gonna be huge not that this month isn't gonna be fun too it's just gonna be mini it's gonna be mini because we're we- busy people and you know adulting <laughs> and just so everybody can send a big congratulations macy got a new job <gasps> 
I did. And now we both really like our jobs. <laughs> and we work at the same place. <laughs> and we are not going to tell you where. But we'll tell you that we now work together. And it's fun. And lunchtime is spent planning things for the podcast. And Literally. hanging out and seeing each other like every day. Mm-hmm. And immediately everybody was like, y'all are best friends, aren't you? We were like, yep. <laughs> mentioned that um, and then I was like I kind of want to take my take my lunch when I go take my lunch and they were like okay they told me that I could go earlier and I was like honestly Nicole really doesn't care when I go you I can take lunch whenever yeah I was like Nicole can take lunch whenever so if you need me to go earlier that's fine and they were like no they're gonna be like fine. are y'all dating like what the fuck no no we're just beffs and guys, if you are a Patreon, we have something really, really special planned for you guys, especially in August. Yeah. So be on the lookout on the Patreon account for what's going to happen. It'll be announced tomorrow. Well, tomorrow for us, you'll be getting this a little later. <laughs> so if you want, if you want exclusive content and stuff, go to patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast. Guys, hit that freaking sign up button. Because we've been posting a lot voice. more and um well a lot more than we were a heck of a lot more and i'm still planning on doing that video sorry (laughs) my like i said my computer is now dead so (laughs) trying to make a video is more difficult than i (laughs) like we said guys the reason we're taking a little bit of a step back this month is so we can collect ourselves last month was very chaotic and we want to plan some really special things it has been a year so we want to treat you guys and say thank you but we need a little time to do some catch up and and we haven't really taken a break not since christmas time haven't we didn't even take a break at christmas time i don't think because we both got sick oh no. no but we had stuff recorded already remember yeah but we personally took a break that's fair (laughs) <laughs> we had a whole big month planned and then we were like well here are these two minis i think only twice in that year since we've started we had two sundays where we didn't put out an episode they were both my sundays oh they were <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> life happens we can't do anything <laughs> serious your face when you said that. I'm sorry. I just it just made me. I laugh. mean, <laughs> I was so upset about all that. Anyway, so but yes, lots if you want to know things. what the special Patreon thing is, obviously they'll mm-hmm. already know. You know before this comes out. But yes, go on Patreon and see what it is, guys. It's exciting. It is two dollars a month. For yeah, two dollars. We're cheap you, dates. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> For two dollars, you can get. All this fun, exclusive stuff that I'm not going to list off right now because it takes forever. But if you go on our Patreon, it'll list it for you. And you can even be cheap and pay $1 a month. We will take anything. <laughs> cheap dates. Literally cheap dates. Cheap <laughs> yeah, so just go on there if you feel so inclined. All of the money that comes in through Patreon goes to help making our podcast better. Um, we do have a new computer, but that is thanks to Nicole. <laughs> but we would like to save up to get our own computer that is only for the podcast and not shared. We want to start making merch for you guys. We're like talking about, um, you know, making limited edition merch yes. for only our Patreons right now. So if you want merch, that's the best place Hell to yeah. get it. Because honestly, right now, that's the only place that will probably be doing that. And once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Because... 
Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I mean, let us let us know, guys. If you are interested in merch, reach out to us. Yeah, let us know what you want. We're curious to know how many people out there would really actually want to buy something like that. And maybe if there are enough of you that, say, personally don't want to sign up for Patreon or whatever, we won't hold it against you. But maybe we'll start, like, an Etsy shop or we'll do something. We've been talking about an Etsy shop, guys. We've been throwing around so many ideas. Because we really <laughs> honestly want to make our own stuff. Yes, we do. I would prefer to make something that is handmade by me that comes to you. I mean, obviously, Nicole, too. Not just me. <laughs> I'll just stand in the background and watch. I'll be like, yes, I did that, too. <laughs> I'm a pretty crafty person. <laughs> I make wreaths and stuff. Um, So, and I've been wanting to shoot Nicole's laughing. I make wreaths and stuff. So I've been wanting to, like, do an Etsy page for a long time. And this would just give me more of an excuse. I'm adding that. that to your bio on the website. <laughs> I do craft. It's going to be at the bottom. I make reads and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I have like a bunch of like arrangements on my like, like floral arrangements that are like fake that I have made myself. Mm-hmm. Like I have a ton of stuff that I've made myself. My whole wedding was DIY. Like mm-hmm. and I'm it was a gorgeous. crafty person. Also, I'm just going to take this moment to give a quick shout out to my boyfriend's wonderful aunts. Hi, Aunt Ro and Aunt Colleen. Hello. I know you guys are big listeners. Ryan's mother was telling me the other day that you guys were talking about us on the family Zoom call, and it just made my heart so warm. Yeah, <laughs> I love so like happy. it yeah. makes me so happy to hear that people like to listen to us, and I love that kind of stuff. So hi guys. Hello. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're like we said, we're doing hometown minis. We're gonna start with Nicole this month because. Whoop. You know, my episode got delayed, so that was the first of the month. Um, but because it is a mixer mini, we are not drinking wine. We are drinking mixers that we have made. And I have a rum and coke. I have a tequila sunrise. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> a lot of tequila and a little bit of orange soda. I'm calling it a sunrise. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's probably not even what's in a sunrise. No. At all. Probably I'm not. not a mixologist. There's a bunch of people out there going, oh, my God, shut up. You sound like a moron. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what we're drinking. So um, grab a drink if you feel so inclined. And um, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. (laughs) (laughs) Like Donkey Kong. Like Donkey Kong. What are you talking about today, Nicole? can't help it. So. Wait, do you need a tablet? No, this is good. Okay. I'm just going to hold it right here because it's kind of small. Oh, my God. You could have told (laughs) it. You used mine the last time. Was it that bad? No, I just kind of forgot until we, like, actually started recording. And I was like, well, I'm going to use my phone. Well, I'll go get my tablet for the next one. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, um, my hometown that I'm uh, sinking back into today. I don't That sounded weird. I don't know why my brain said that those words <laughs> in, in a sentence. Um, that I am sinking back into um, is my birthplace, which is Rochester. Rochester. If anybody, uh, I am a Bostonian that was born born in New York, and everybody's like, "You're from New York," and I'm like, "I don't remember it." That's what Uh, Ryan says. (laughs) Um, You're like, I never lived there when I was (laughs) like a remembering person. Yep, (laughs) I remember Boston, and I love Boston, and I get drunk and have a Boston accent. So I'm from Boston. (laughs) Anyway, um, today I'm going to be telling you. (sighs) <sighs> a very very sad story Aww. and i will tell you this is actually a case that my dad worked 
part of. And remember, he's retired FBI. My father is retired FBI. Um, unfortunately, he does not recall much about this case, but he was um, hoping to get me in contact with one of his previous partners who was on the case from start to finish. Nice. So maybe go check out Patreon because eventually there might be an exclusive with an FBI agent. Yeah, we just didn't get to him in, t- in time to <laughs> uh, do My it brain didn't think about that until literally a day and a half ago. And <laughs> my dad was like, I can try. Um, <laughs> but we, we're we hoping to either have like a question and answer that we post or, mm-hmm. or some sort of conversation that we'll be we're able to do more of a deep dive and talk to him and expand upon what goes on. Oh, show. Um, so I'm going to tell you about. The disappearance of Kaylee Poulton and the murder of Viola Davis. Okay. So, this has a little bit of a... I'm going to tell this in the order in which the cases were solved. Okay. Just because this is the way I read all my sources, so this is the way my brain processed it. Got it. (laughs) So, we're going to start with Kaylee. Kaylee Ann Poulton was born in September of 1989. Her parents were Judy Gifford Tosh and David Poulton. Um, on May 23rd of 1994, when Callie was just four years old, absolute tragedy struck this family. Ugh. And I, I hate this case. Um, <laughs> so at this time, um, Kaylee, Kaylee's parents had actually split. Um, Kaylee was living with her mother, Judy, in Rochester. Um, David was nearby. They were still amicable. They got along. They did everything they could for her, but they were no longer together. Okay. Um, So on that day, Kaylee had gone outside and was actually riding her big wheel up and down the street. Well, the sidewalk, driveway-ish. Okay. So she's outside and her mom knows she's out there. And every once in a while she peeks out the window or kind of comes up to the front door. Make and sure she's okay. Just make sure she's okay. And they lived on, you know, a very b- side dead end, like side street. It wasn't very busy. Mm-hmm. It was just basically residence. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so her mother actually came outside and told Kaylee, like, you know, I'm, we're going to go get dinner. We're going to go to McDonald's. You know, I'm going to come get you in 10 minutes and we're going to go, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Her mom goes back inside. Uh, uh. 10 minutes later, she comes back outside and Kaylee is nowhere. Ugh. I hate that. So she called Kaylee a bunch of times absolutely like, nothing like Kaylee. screamed her name okay she didn't call her. like mm. she did not call her four-year-old on a cell phone right um, <laughs> she called her name a bunch of times nothing happened so she immediately called the police um they began the search you know in the neighborhood they interviewed all the neighbors and they just started an immediate search of the area there was nothing Ugh. there was absolutely nothing um Eventually, they just kept expanding and expanding to the point where her case was known nationwide. Oh, my god! And they had everybody looking for this four-year-old girl. Um, The police actually frequently questioned her father. But, unfortunately, 
that was a dead end. I mean, that they're supposed <clears throat> to do that, you know. They do. And because especially because they were separated, he was living elsewhere. So, you know, they immediately think, OK, did the father take her and run off? No, he was this like. reminds me. Have you seen that video of that little girl that got abducted very recently? And like the neighbor called it in and the police were able to find the guy because he had gotten a partial license plate and a, and a description of the car. No. And they found him and they're like literally like they have body cam footage. It's like, get your get on the ground, get on the ground. And the, like they pulled the little girl out of the car and she's like, I want my daddy. <gasps> I was like, oh, my God. Thank God. You because just told me a 30 second story and I have full body chills. I want to cry. Like <laughs> that is like. That is what you want to happen in that situation. Which it is. Which obviously is not what happened in this situation. But, but it's, it is not. Um, uh, David <sighs> actually talked about the fact that the last time he saw her, um, he had met Judy and Kaylee for lunch. And as they were pulling out of the parking lot, he could see Kaylee in the back seat, like waving to him. Um, so Judy became so involved and dedicated to try and find her daughter. She actually quit her job and basically like made finding her daughter her job yeah she basically f- just fucking made a racket for two years oh, man. she made sure her daughter's name was known and remembered everywhere she would go to local fairs and get onto talk shows she was handing out flyers left and right they were shoved in mailboxes stapled to poles everywhere you could look she had this girl's face and name posted um she actually at one point even convinced um employees of an airline to stuff uh, the missing flyers into like passenger suitcases and like staple them to their tickets and stuff um oh wow yeah so uh her disappearance was actually featured many many times on america's most wanted oh okay um but as i said it would be two years before they would get any answers at all. Um, so it is two years later in 1996 when authorities receive a tip. And this tip says that Kaylee's body is going to be in the water tank behind a telecommunication building that is in Rochester. The tank, which was approximately 30 gallons, uh, th- 30 30,000 <laughs> gallons. <laughs> That's quite the freaking difference. Um, Not the same, but okay. <laughs> The tank, which held approximately 30,000 gallons of water, was promptly drained. And they found Kaylee's body weighted down at the bottom of it. So whoever called that in mm-hmm. had intimate knowledge of the case. Obviously. She was heavily decomposed. Um, but autopsy was able to confirm that Kaylee had been strangled to death before she was placed in the water tank. Oh, um, baby. And I think the saddest thing of this was Judy said that until they da- the t- until the day that they found her body and confirmed it was her, she believed her daughter was alive. I mean, you have to. She like never ever had a single ounce of doubt that her daughter was not alive. You have to have like, some sort of hope, you know. Um. So. This credible tip was called in by a woman named Lacey Ann Newton. So Lacey was a young woman who had just married the man that she thought was the man of her dreams. Uh, They had been married three weeks when her and her husband got into a little bit of a fight. And during this fight, her husband proceeded to scream and admit to kidnapping and killing Kaylee Poulton. 
Oh my god. Um, this oh man, <coughs> um, at the time, this man was 24-year-old Mark Christie, who was Judy Gifford's former neighbor. Are you serious? He had um, actually moved towns just days after Kaylee's disappearance. Uh, he had that's not sus. <laughs> we find out later on that it's actually for an even worse reason. Ugh. Remember that detail. Okay. So, as I said, Mark was no stranger to Judy and Kaylee. He knew them very well. Um, he not only lived next door to Judy for some time, but he had an 18-month-old son of his own at the time. So Mark, uh, Mark and Judy often saw each other at the local park and playground and would talk to one another. Um, in an interview later on, Judy actually told reporters that occasionally when she'd see Mark, he would make these comments that would make her very uncomfortable to the point where she eventually started avoiding him. Oh. He once told Judy that Kaylee was by far the prettiest girl on the playground. And like kept making all these comments that was like, oh, if I had a daughter like yours, la la la. Like he just like was like, oh, all the other kids, they're cute. But like your daughter's just gorgeous. Like, ew. Yeah. So she started to avoid him. Um, yeah. So... If something seems sus, it's because it's sus. Judy had even mentioned her suspicions of him to the police. And they didn't do shit. Right? After he went missing. Wait, he went missing or she went She went missing. missing. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so she said, quote, I always suspected him, but police said they checked him out and there was, no- there was just nothing there that pointed a finger to him. He was... R- Sorry. how wrong we all were sometimes the evidence is not there so they come to find out that the telecommunications building behind which they found Kaylee's body was the one where Mark used to be employed are you serious Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's ballsy yep um he was working as a security guard at the time um so they quickly arrested him, and he confessed even quicker. Um, yeah, because he's like, "Uh, my wife got me." <laughs> Mark admitted <laughs> to seeing Kaylee outside on her trike, and inviting her into his home. He told authorities that later on he heard her mother Judy calling Kaylee's name, and when he heard her calling Kaylee's name, he began to panic. Because he was afraid that Judy, or sorry, that Kaylee would either yell or try to run out the door. So he strangled her. Oh my, like right then? Uh Uh-huh. Right then with his bare hands. He strangled her to death. Oh my God. While her mother was outside calling her name. She was dying in the house next door. I, I literally was thinking like this had to have happened like really quickly. So... Funny enough, not really funny, but Mark had actually helped with the search and along with many other neighbors had been called in for a polygraph test. Did he pass? Which he passed. (gasps) This is why they're not admissible in court, folks. Um, (laughs) If you cannot act nervous, like you're golden. Well, then they later found out that Mark hadn't left so willingly. 
He had actually been evicted from his property after several reports were made about him exposing himself to young girls. Ew. Yep. Like what, the state evicted, just evicted him from his house? Whoever was either the owner or where whoever he was renting oh, so he was from, renting whether it. it was like a company or what was going on, they evicted him from his property. So he had a history of pedophilia. <laughs> and you <sighs> think that, oh, well, this girl's gone missing and two days later this guy moves out. Even though it like wasn't on his own, you would go, okay, that's kind of sus. I'm going to figure out why this guy just up and left. Right. At least that's where my brain would have gone as a cop. Right. Even if he passed the polygraph, I don't freaking care. I want to figure out why this guy just left. Right. But, nope. So, in... Uh, I wrote the wrong date there, and I don't know what I meant to write. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the date there, because I just put a year, and I put 1977. <laughs> that's, that's not proper. You mean 1997? Nope, because it was earlier than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what my fat fingers meant to type. <laughs> um, but anyway, when Mark's trial finally came around, he did plead guilty, but he pled guilty and in order to receive a plea deal, which reduced his charge from first-degree murder to second-degree murder. Fortunately, though, that plea deal didn't affect his sentencing nice so he was found guilty of course because he pled guilty and sentenced to 25 years to life good but that's not where this story ends i also just skipped a few bullets sorry <laughs> um it's uh, the alcohol <laughs> it blame is. it on the uh, 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 but justice charles siragusa of the state supreme court told Mark it would be my recommendation that you never get out of jail. Nice. So um, a couple years later uh, Kaylee's mother Judy did actually manage to remarry. Um, so she did manage to find some happiness. S- semblance of happiness Aww. and it was around the time that Kaylee would have been eight years old. Oh. Um, so but as I mentioned that's not where this ends. Oh my god. This information didn't come about until 20 years later. Shit. But it happened before Kaylee. Are you kidding? Nope. Oh my god. While in <gasps> prison, Mark Christie was linked to another murder. On November 29th of 1988, 74-year-old Viola Manville was beaten to death with a railroad tie after being shot repeatedly in the face with a BB gun. What? Her body was later discovered by a hunter who uh, frequently walked the railroad tracks. They were abandoned railroad tracks. Okay. Um, And they were, like, overgrown. Okay. Okay. To make that, I'll give you a little bit more of an idea of where this was at. Um. And these railroad tracks ran very closely to Viola's house that was just outside of Rochester. Okay. Um, Authorities said that they were absolutely horrified by how gruesome her killing was. Um, She was naked from the waist down, but there was no sign of sexual assault. Um, And her body had clearly just been, like, 
tossed into the brush. Like, without care. So sad. Um, so, Viola was a grandmother. Um, she had a very loving family who described her as lively and cheerful. Um, and she was really well known around the small town. Everybody loved her. There was just, like, nothing bad to say about her. She was just a 74-year-old grandma. Oh. Um... So, when this originally happened, Mark was a suspect. Because he's hella sus. He had bragged to a friend about committing this crime. What? Yep. Because he would have been, he was like, what, 22? They, they found out that he killed Kaylee when he was 24, but he would have been 22 Two. when he killed her. So, he would have been even this, younger. He would have been a teenager. He would have been eight in 1988 oh my god this kid's like a sociopath so his friend told authorities about this but that was all they had on him hearsay and unfortunately a man named frank sterling ended up being picked up in connection to this he ended up being convicted of her murder in 1991 after a videotaped confession which was probably like, tell me you did it. Later on, Sterling <laughs> claims that that confession was horrifyingly coerced. And he basically like gave the confession in almost like such a dazed state that he doesn't even remember giving it. Probably because they like honestly, they like deprive you of sleep and stuff. So like he was a school bus driver who had just finished a shift and they picked him up and proceeded to interview him all night long oh my god and you can like i listened you can hear this confession tape and he sounds like he's hypnotized oh my god he's basically just like repeating what they say and they're so leading him they're like so you hit her with a a railroad tie right yes i hit her with a rail like that kind of like oh my god he's basically they're just like Here's what to say. And he's just like so out of it. If I was he's... that guy's lawyer, I would be like, um, do you hear the way he's talking right now? This is obviously not. <laughs> so wh- when they got to court, he recanted his confession and he pled not guilty. He claimed the whole time he was innocent. He had absolutely nothing to do with this. They still found him guilty. And he went, a- he went away. Oh, my God. Um, so several of... Christie's friends, Mark Christie's friends, actually went on to testify on Sterling's behalf while he was in prison to try and get him a new trial because they all said that Mark had admitted to them that he was the one that committed the crime. And they, st- even though there were multiples of them at this point, yep. and they, they didn't do anything. And they still said, nope, they did not give him a new trial. <sighs> so... 19 years later, 19 years later, in 2010. Oh, my God. They managed to get new DNA from Viola. And when compared to Frank Sterling, it was not a match. But it was a match. He, he was exonerated. Sterling, 
Frank Sterling was released. Yay. He's going for a wrongful conviction. Uh, I would too. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, you're so, going to give me all your money. <laughs> uh, as you guessed it, <laughs> that DNA evidence led to none other than Mark Christie. Who all his friends had said it was from the beginning. When questioned about it, he confessed. He even told authorities multiple details that had not been made public, basically just like tying a neat little bow on it for them. What a brazen fuck. I mean, at this point, he's in jail for 25 years to life. Yeah. So he might as well just be like, fuck it. So in 2011, he was tried for Viola's murder and he once again pled guilty. Um, one thing that made me very very sad was that David Kaylee's father was quick to point out that if they had just originally arrested Mark for killing Viola he would have never been able to to take and kill Kaylee Mark was convicted again of uh, second degree murder for Viola's killing and given an additional 20 years to life that was added to his sentence in October of 2011. And he was to serve them consecutively. Yay! Yep. So that bastard's in jail for a fucking long time. <laughs> yeah, 40 years and then some. Um, And just to leave off on a little bit of a personal touch here, Viola's granddaughter, Susan, um, said the following of... Christie's emotionless confession and sentencing. He is a monster. It is beyond obvious that what he did to my beloved grandma doesn't ever remotely bother him. It they, didn't bother him what he did to Kaylee either. They said that when he was sentenced and like when they asked him what he pled and everything, nothing. Absolutely. Did he ever nothing. say why he did any of this? Like why he killed Viola? Nope. Like, do you just go and kill a helpless elderly woman? There was no reasoning in any of the articles I was reading. Oh, my God. And Kaylee, like, was he, like, being icky with her? And that's why he was, like, she's going to call out for her mom? Or, like, he just, he didn't even say anything about that either? Mm-hmm. It, it just, he just was like, oh, you're in my house. Your mom's going to think that's sus. I'm going to kill you now. He could have just been, like, oh, my God. There's so many more things that you could, you just let her out of the house. Honestly. Just be like, oh, my God, she came over and knocked on my door. Like, she asked for a glass of water or something. But uh, then why didn't she go to her mom? You yeah, know? yeah. But, like, fucking something. Just yeah. let her go. He's totally a fucking Your response is then. to strangle the four-year-old? Are you serious? That he said was the most gorgeous. Ugh. Yep. Yuck. That, well, that was a buzzkill. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> so sad isn't that a sad one i didn't i like and i just think about the fact that like my dad had to work kaylee's case and he he like remembers one one thing he did tell me that he remembered was his friend who he's trying to get me in touch with um mentioned that he like because he was still around when he saw one it was finally solved Mm -hmm. and obviously the police did not have anything to do with solving it the tip came in Mm -hmm. but he remembers his i'm not going to name his friend right now i don't know if they want to be on it or not but um his friend mentioned 
he, or like not, I keep saying mentioned. That's not the word I want to use. He called him and was like, why can't I figure this case out? And he remembers sitting on the phone with him being like, you just need to go over it from the beginning. You need to start at the beginning and just pick it apart as neat, finely as possible. Just like needle that shit apart. And they couldn't solve it until that tip came in. Well, I mean, he's a sociopath, so he has no emotion. Of course he was going to be able to pass that polygraph because he doesn't feel nervousness. Yep. And they said they had absolutely no red flags about him whatsoever. But except for the fact that he had been evicted from his house two days later because he was exposing himself. But they didn't even know. They didn't even know about that. But they should have like, ugh. My thing is the fact that they know that this girl has gone missing. This is now two days later on worldwide fucking public blast. I'm sorry. You're evicting a man because he exposed himself to two young girls and there's a missing girl from the house next door. Even as the people that evicted him, you wouldn't sit there and go, ooh, I should probably tell the police this. No, I would have been the first person to call. I I would have been like, like, I heard this girl is missing. My tenant lived next door. He was exposing himself and I had evicted him. Yeah. I would immediately call. Exactly. It's like, where was your brain at? Probably trying to find a new fucking tenant and not even paying I mean, granted, unfortunately, it wouldn't have made a difference because it was very, very quick. But at least it wouldn't have been two years of agonizing pain for the family. Yikes. Yeah, that that hurts my heart. That one really is a (laughs) buzzkill. That one hurts my heart. Yeah. Because, like, that poor four-year-old, like, didn't deserve to die. She didn't do anything. And it's all because you thought she might say something mm-hmm. like say something about what unless you're doing something icky there's nothing for her to say anything about well exactly so it's like what was what hap- were you doing what was happening that's her oh my god she's precious she's absolutely adorable oh i just like her face she looks so cute oh she's so Oh, okay, don't show me any more She's pictures. She's so innocent. All right, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's my depressing fucking case. Well, hometown minis. Hometown cases sure do know how to, like, really fucking just bum you out. <laughs> just kick you in the ass and knock you down. <laughs> oh, man, that's sad. Yeah. Um. On a lighter note, Lacey, do you want to tell them where they can... Uh, Find us. Yeah, I gotta pull up the shit. On all the platforms everywhere. I got the doing. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> we I thankfully always. have a digitalized list now. Now we don't have to worry about writing it down. Okay, mm-hmm. guys. Here's where you can find us. Obviously, like we said at the beginning of this, you can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash buzzkillerspodcast. We are cheap dates. If you go on there and you want to do one or two dollars, we would be so appreciative of you and um you get all our exclusive content we've got really cool stuff coming up um and yeah 
it's fun. We're cool people. Yeah. We like to just like blog stuff too and just yep. write to you guys. So it's cool. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Buzzkillers Podcast. Buzzkillers Podcast. <laughs> you can find, there's not a good one for Patreon yet. There really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers Pod. You can go on to YouTube and type in Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. In your handy dandy search bar and you will find yeah. us right away. Um, Guys, we are on TikTok at Buzzkillers podcast. Hell yeah, we, we are. We haven't really posted anything yet, but we will. We're going to be posting like little teasers about episodes. We're going to be doing some mini minis, mini minis, some <laughs> some cases that we have started researching that have been way too short to be actual minis for you guys yep to just do on there i have one that like i'm like i could post like tomorrow like yeah. so we have a lot of fun ideas for tiktok tiktok's so. really fun it's just been like we said august we decided to do this like right at the end of july and august has been like what do you want to you want to have free time you're right. <laughs> you want to you want to work on your business and your free time. No, 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 no. Your family's coming over. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> exactly. I have to clean my house. Um. So if you want to, like I said, that's um Buzzkillers podcast. We will be posting stuff there, but it's also going to be on our Instagram and stuff too because it can automatically post there. Yes. Um. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible, iHeartRadio. Pandora and our host platypus Podbean. Platypus. Host platypus Podbean. You can also go on our website. We always forget to mention that. It's buzzkillerspodcast.com. <laughs> you can learn a little bit about us. You can look at the wines we drink. You can um, listen if you want to. And you can also send us a handy dandy little contact page. Um, send us case <laughs> recommendations, topics theories anything you want we literally just want to hear from you all we love you and we have just been so happy to do all of this like this is the anniversary month and we're just we just want to hear from you all so whatever you want to even if it's just a little high message like hi my favorite is send us some love send us some love (laughs) um if you don't want to go on our website to do that you can also just email us at buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com hell yeah so that's that anyway guys this was a mini so we're gonna head on out of here um but minis all month long yeah. hometown we've got some really cool ones coming up not yes. cool because they're all sad yeah, but um some pretty good cases that we're excited to talk about mm-hmm. i've got i've got some ones that i've been waiting to do so my next one is crazy uh, okay mine are crazy too so. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so we're gonna have really fun a really fun time this month and next month like we said something really really special yep we're really excited about it so keep listening um and don't be a buzzkill. Be a buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't make no sense. Okay, bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.